<laughs> I just love talking to you. And you can see that pretty smile with them dimples. Thank you. <laughs> and, my goodness. And following you on living by curiosity through your life and everything, because it looked like you had a whole lot of fun this past weekend. I had all kinds of fun this past weekend. Um, what did we do? So, I'm back at 5150. They had positive changes to the venue. So, I contacted the new owner and I said I heard about the positive changes and asked if we could come back. They welcomed me and Joey back. And that was probably around September-ish. And then I hosted the first party there, Thanksgiving, the night before Thanksgiving. And we had a road turnout so they offered me Wednesday night so starting in February every Wednesday will be will be BBW night at 5150 in Las Vegas. Yeah that's what I'm talking about. See, 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 see no matter how much people try to move on you, try to hold you down, they can't hold you down for so Not. long. <laughs> Not. <laughs> oh my goodness. Cause I know when um so when so when did you hear about the new management? I heard through I always heard what was going on there even if I wasn't there. So when there was fights broke out at the club, I would know who was in it and who did what or whatever. Um so through the grapevine it hit me that there was new management and positive changes. So I waited like a week or two and felt it out and then I decided because I really did miss the club. It's the only club I felt like that's home here in Vegas for me. Like I back on the east coast that was home this one is even when i wasn't there that was the club that i liked so i missed it so i messaged them yes that thanksgiving looked like it was lit i see a lot of women i see you were giving away a lot of kisses that night that's it yes she had a good night that night <laughs> It was. It's, the club's been picking up, and it's been a lot of fun. We had a good New Year's Eve there. Uh, the BBW night was really good, and this past weekend was really good. Saturday night, it was packed. And now, this is the first time they're really doing a BBW night, right? Uh, what? I said, this is the first time they're really doing a BBW night. I missed that again. Sorry. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. We 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 know we got to work with it. This the uh first this first time it really did like BBWs like a party strictly for BBWs. Um, I've always done BBW parties, but out here in Vegas in the regular club, there was no BBW party, and it was something that I kept asking for since I started going there a year and a half ago. And they kept telling me no, no, no. So when they finally offered me Wednesday nights. Figured that was the best opportunity to do BBW night. So yes, people. So yeah, you see how we started off. So hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. You're on Anchor. Y'all know what it is. Download the app or go to Anchor.fm. Get yourself a profile. So our podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Officer of a Champ, aka the Born Rap Star. All my links with one link. All my links. Dot com backslash Born Rap Star. Four wonderful sponsors. First one being LSWorld.com. Next up, ExciteBunny.com. 90% profit for your content creators. A new place for your consumers to consume your triple X content. Third, the hottest adult mag on the web. Go get a subscription. Eroticismmagazine.com. And last but not least, board winning, board nominee, smut with voiceovers, sex with some great lyrical 
sexual content over top of it. I'm talking about Blush Erotica. So go to BlushErotica.com and also check out their VR section where you can use the Oculus and really enjoy your porn. Also, five, also probably with the GW District Black Podcast Networks. Go to ShopGWDistrict.com and get some shopping done. Also, five days a week, find me on SpoolySwapRadio.com in the mornings. Also, check me out on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com and the BGP LLC app. Y'all know who this gorgeous lady is. She's the party queen, the lifestyle queen, porn star, BBC extraordinaire, that thing, throat go, wherever the fuck you want to name that what she is. Sex is crazy, very crazy. I know because I didn't fuck that. Trust me, she put it on my ass. I'm talking about the one and only Princess Gemini. Say hello. Hello, how are you? No doubt. I was looking at our scene the other day. I said, man, I had fun. <laughs> I had fun. That one of my favorite scenes of all time. I I got to say that. Oh my God, because the faces you can't beat, you make some of the greatest sex faces ever. <laughs> ever. So, oh my God. Now, this weekend was interesting because you had AVN in your backyard. So tell me how it was this weekend with AVN being in Vegas? Um, so, truthfully, I decided not to go to the expo, but I was on the strip and around the expo, and fans knew how to find me. And um, I'm pretty sure you had a lot of fans that found you because people come from all over to come to AVN. All yeah. Over. yeah, they come over for AVN. So there's a lot of people here. Some One of my fans from the Bahamas was here. I met up with him. He was cool. And then somebody from France I saw. So it was cool meeting uh, fans from all over. Yeah, because it, it feels good to know you got fans in other countries. See, a lot of people don't realize having a fan base that extends beyond the United States, you know, period. And to have them touch base with you and see you and know you, you know, how did it feel to have like a fan from, you know, France, like literally came from France and knew who you was off the top? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. The first time I experienced that was back in Rhode Island at one of my parties. A fan got off the plane from England uh, drove from the airport right into my party and he was just like I just got here from England just for this party I was like that's crazy <laughs> that's, that's right you're worldwide babe that was when I realized it so this was like three or four years ago so that was an experience and that's when I first it first dawned on me that I really did have a following so she, so um, did you like hook up with anybody that came at the time for ABN for like shooting did y'all throw an event that weekend what what what, what, what? That, uh, we hosted 5150 let anyone with an AVN badge in free the club did that so if you were a content creator that went to AVN and you had a badge you could get it free um, and then I also hosted a BBW party the Wednesday of AVN at 5150 oh, no so how many of the porn stars showed up to that party um, the BBW party mm-hmm. there was a handful, because there was a lot of parties, but this was a lot of parties this week, so it was a definitely a compete for parties in. But we had, like, a decent turnout with AVM badges. I never got an exact, an exact number, but I know I did talk to, like, a good, like, six or seven people from AVM that night. Now, with your BBW parts, because you do a BBW night, we're going to unpack that a little bit. Um, how do people hear about it? 
And I'm pretty sure that when, like, for example, you may have some BBWs in town just for vacation and they're looking for something to do. How do they find out about your parties? How do people feel about having a BBW party? No, no, no. How do you find out about it? You feel what I'm saying? I know how they feel about it because they show up, they want to be there. <laughs> oh, okay. How do I? How they, they can find out about it from FetLife, Facebook, Twitter, OnlyFans. I post my flyers on Pornhub. Basically, if you follow me, you'll see my flyers and you'll be able to find out about a party. Yeah, because I would think that now that you're doing a BBW night, that is a destination for BBWs and guys who like BBWs, they come to Vegas now. So now you're becoming literally a part of the nightlife. Speak to that. I missed that. I'm sorry. Because you're doing BBW parties and then you got guys who like BBWs, you got BBWs that come to you know, come for vacation to Vegas. Yeah. Now you're becoming a fixture in the nightlife, meaning you're one of the places for somebody to go. You feel me? Oh. Speak to that and speak how that feels. You know what I'm saying? Because you oh. have girls that, that's looking for shit to do for them when they come to Vegas and you got it. Right. That one, I managed to get a night in a Las Vegas nightclub. That is a big deal in yeah. itself. That's a huge deal in itself. And two, making it a BBW night, that was both situations was something I never gave up on and I kept arguing and fighting for and asking for it so I accomplished that now I know because a lot of BBWs from all over want a night that's just for them yeah. whether style or not I found a DJ um, DJ Typhoon so he comes and does my parties too so he comes and promotes the BBWs also so he's from the rap industry and the music industry so he we're also combining with another industry together to make this night happen. Word, word. So why do you think it took so long for one of these clubs to do a BBW night? Do, they, do, do you think that the people don't feel that BBW nights would make money and draw money? BBWs make money, but you have to be open-minded to consider the fact that BBW will make money. That's the type of niche most people don't want to admit they have. A lot of people don't want to say they're going to go fuck a fat bitch. And the same thing with the BBW community... <laughs> is the trans community, BBW and the trans community have a lot of the same following. And those same followers don't want to admit that they like two girls either. Oh yeah, I can believe that from talking to Cassie Cummings, how many guys will sit there and say, yeah, I'll fuck you, I'll fuck you on camera. Or I wear a mask and we film. You know, they everybody just go through that. Yeah. A lot, well, in the, porn, in the porn industry, a lot of guys offer, they've heard about my blowjobs, so they all have said, oh, I hear you give good head, can I suck my dick? And I say, yes, be on camera. And they're like, oh, I don't video with BBWs. But then you're not getting a blowjob. Because if I'm not getting out of it, what am I getting out of sucking your dick? If I'm not getting a video out of it, why am I sucking your dick? There's no pleasure. And see, I don't understand why guys still got that thought process. Because it don't even fucking matter anymore. Now, yeah. 20 years ago, you might come with that bullshit that it might hurt your career if you see with a BBW. Not anymore. No one cares. Hell, Brazzers is shooting big girls now. So what? Right. <laughs> exactly. But still, people get looked at a certain way because they don't want to mix their brand with BBW because they have a certain following, which I don't get. I feel like have it all because you'll get money from all of it. Yeah, because to me, BBW, I keep telling people this, and they, they, they think I'm joking. I'm BBW, 
are some of the top money makers in our fucking industry. It's just the industry don't want to admit it. Because yeah. more people want to see y'all than they do want to see them skinny bronze. And that's facts. Yeah. You know, it, 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 because you can see it from the OnlyFans girls, the, the Twitters, um, how many of the male talents are making it a point to shoot with BBWs now compared to other days. And even more so, I tell people, look at the, look at the industry. Brass has shot a transgender scene and they shot a BBW scene. Guess what they shot more of in 2022? BBW. BBW. Want to know why? Because it made them money and got them traffic. Yep. So it's kind of like for any dude to sit here and say, well, no, I don't want to fuck a BBW. I don't want to fuck a big girl. Dude, you're leaving money on the table in a lot of it. Right. Right. And two, also, I've heard this even back in the day. Y'all go harder on camera than smaller girls. Y'all go what? Y'all go harder on camera than smaller girls. And I can I can testify to that. Because you gave me a scene better than some skinny girls I done shot with. So that's real. Skinny? I haven't known. I, guys have told me skinny girls don't fuck as well as bigger girls. Because it, big girls don't give a shit. They they want to get they want to get it in. Skinny girls want to look pretty. <laughs> they trying to look too pretty on okay? camera. Big girl don't give a fuck. She just trying to get them get it in. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. So shoot. So did you do any shooting over the weekend? Um, what did I do over the weekend? I did a lot of um content stuff with Joey, my husband, this weekend. Um, I did a lot of the party stuff. I'm actually slowly trying to get out of porn. I'm not fully getting out of porn yet, but I'm trying to make the transition. So I've done three mainstream movies. Um, and I also wrote a book. Ooh. See, every time I talk to her, she got something new going on. It's just funny. I love talking to her. So, (laughs) So basically, cause that's one thing I talked to somebody about that no one thinks about. Prepping yourself for getting out of the industry when the time comes. Which is something that you've been doing with your parties, with your production company, um, and now you're being an author. So yeah. Actually, I'm opening up my own publishing company. I opened my own publishing company. Damn, businesswoman! This so, flex has been brought to you by Princess Gemini. I told. I already told you I was gonna take over when we first yes, met. I see. I see. <laughs> she she do a public company. Oh my! God, dang, that is serious. So okay. I have, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hmm. My first book will be out probably. It was supposed to come out by Christmas, but I went blind for like three weeks in my right eye, so that held that off. And I got my vision back around Christmas time. Within the last like week or two, I noticed that it's fully back now. So we did the um, final editing of it. I had Fetish Fairy Dome, um, Killer Queen, edit it. Well, she didn't edit it. I, she, I, she was the first person to look at it and read it. So she read it, and we went through it. We took our own notes together, and then we sent back our notes, and we did it again. So now it's going to the editor and then the publisher. And from there, I have a book. And then I also have my second book coming out, too. So what is this book going to be about? It's going to be about the life of Princess Gemini. Is it nonfiction fiction? 
It is uh, called The Secret Life of a Housewife, A Sneak Between the Seats. A Sneak Between the Sheets. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really got some, it's based on some fictional, I mean, it's based on some true events that I have lived in the lifestyle. We made it fictional in a way. So if you know me, you'll you'll know it's my story. If you don't know me, you'll think you're reading like some story. But it's about a housewife who's a promoter, and it tells some secrets of you know me, so you know it's coming out. Yes, <laughs> some yes. The dirty side of the promoting in the lifestyle industry, and then it's gonna be an exotic book. It's, it's, it's an exotica, so it's got some sex scenes in there. Uh, orgies, gangbang. It's the, it's who I am is coming out in a book. So I'm hoping to pull more of my following in women this way. I'm hoping I'm going to get some kinky moms to my parties because I'm not the only housewife living the dirty secrets. So. Yeah, because um, like from talking to a, another lady that, that that does it, that, that that does lifestyle parties and all that stuff, I noticed that. A lot of times when they're in a previous marriage, they're stuck sexually. They think they want to try, but they can't try. But when they get out of that marriage or become older, they're more open and more knowing of themselves sexually. You know, why does it take women getting older to know themselves sexually versus when they're young? Because women younger don't know who they are mentally or who they are at all. So they're just really trying to see where they fit in and want the attention from whoever they're going to get it, most likely. A woman older have already put up with everybody's bullshit and they don't give a fuck no more. <laughs> they said the shame is gone. Yeah. <laughs> the shame is gone. Yep. They care younger. They don't care when they're older. They're just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that because it's like, cause, cause that's why I say a lot of people get porn in their older years. Now, compared to back in the day when they were trying to get girls out 19 and 18, fresh out of high school, now motherfuckers want girls that's in their 30s and their 40s because they're easier to work with. And they have more longevity in the game than that of younger women, honestly. I feel with I could probably keep going with this for as long as I wanted to because I feel like the way I was brought into it, everybody watched me grow up in the swinger community and in the porn industry because I started so young. So they've seen me as Nicole. Then they saw me become Princess Gemini. And now they see me here. So I feel like no matter where I go with this, I'm going to have a following that's going to follow me because they have grown with me as I've grown. Yeah, because it seems like to me the more I talk to you, the more you expand what you do in your brand and your repertoire. You feel what I'm saying? Um, to the point that is, you're making it to where you're not dependent upon content because you're making money in so many other ways that it's not content. Yeah. And a lot of females don't take that into account. Why do you think females don't think outside the box when it comes to making money in this business? Because most people are just thinking about today, not tomorrow. And most people that are in the porn industry do not have as many children as I have, so they aren't. They don't have to think out of the box. I have to think out of the box. Some of them are just doing it for the clout chasing, 
and uh, oh, I know who you are. Others are doing it to make a living in a brand, and they've gone and made their own production companies off of it. Most people know in the porn industry you need more than one thing to make money. Yeah, because um, even when I look at like Lyric, Lyric Scott, she has a magazine, Rock Scott. You have your parties um, at events that you throw. Um, it's like now you're author. You know, I've talked to another lady who's been who's been breaking into you know stand up comedy. It's kind of like not gonna lie. I was thinking about doing comedy. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> y'all to try. Y'all to y'all to try and go to one of the amateur nights and test it out. You might you might surprise yourself. I don't. All I gotta do is just talk. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth, they get, and just go with it. Nobody, because that's really the best comedians is, is storytellers, the ones that tell a very good, funny story. You know, and, and who got more funny stories than porn stars and swingers? Yeah, because I'm sorry, I can think of a couple of funny stories when it comes to porn, but damn stuff that can actually get a crowd laughing. <laughs> Oh my God! But like I said, but it's it's kind of like you're making it to where, like I said, you you don't necessarily need to do content as much or film as much, you know, period, because you got so much going on. So that's kind of where I'm at, really. Is like there's so much going on with that whole thing with the STDs and talent testing right now, and then that people in the lifestyle that don't care and they don't test. For me, I'd rather keep my group small, get my stuff with the couple of matter friends I have that are open to doing it, because I don't, people know who I am. It doesn't matter who the other person is. Like, I don't need a big name. I just need a dick. Yeah. It get to that point where you kind of don't, and to be honest with you, you're harping on what's going on with the chlamydia, and now I'm swabbing, because I was talking to somebody about that the other day, on one of the other episodes, I've never seen it where now you have to swab a person's ass. Right. You have to swab the butthole. <laughs> I said, what? I, you got to swab the mouth, you got to swab the butthole. It's just getting scary, too crazy. I'd rather have it be my known people that are willing to say, I just went and got tested. Here it is. We're the same group of people. We know who's playing with who. It's just because we've even slowed down with who we play with in the industry, I mean, the lifestyle. Oh, it's just, maybe it's, I'm just getting to that point where I, I've i learned my lessons. Now I'm going to sit back and enjoy and watch. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, why my black ass got the fuck out the goddamn business? Because I was smelling this shit was about to happen. Because I'm yeah. sorry, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't pay that three, I couldn't pay TTS. And then, like I said, because I wasn't able to shoot on a regular basis that married me paying it. And yeah. you got girls in one flag. That's money that's lost. And then now, once again, like I keep saying, the test always good the last person you fuck. Now we got to go through swabbing, something that was never, ever done before. Because right. I never seen anyone swabbing the ass and, and motherfuckers saying, well, you can have community in your pussy and your mouth and your ass. Then when you got to swab, I'm like, y'all, okay, y'all doing too much. God damn. Right. Right. Now I just feel like it's a money grab and I'm just going to sit back and wait this one out because it's not a necessity for me to go out and do content. If I needed to, I could. If I wanted to, I would. If it was a paid opportunity, I'm going to jump on that. 
that for content share with everything and content trade, it ain't worth it right now with everything that's going on. And see, I, I got mad at this one chick, Miss Ness, because she said something about um, she'd rather just shoot with the dudes that she knows instead of shooting with established and blah, 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 blah. And I feel a lot of times she do devalue the porn star, but the proof is in the pudding when you see tests coming up dirty and you got all this shit that's happening within the porn industry as far as testing. Yeah. Now, TTS is looking more flawed than if you took your ass to the health department. Right. No, I'm going to tell you where... So, out in Vegas, they say they don't combine the industry and the swing community, but I'm noticing them, they're trickling in more to the club. And I'm noticing... You know what girls at the club are working girls. You know what girls at the club come keep coming back with dirty. But when you notice it, but so you being in the industry, you should be wary of those. But then when you notice someone from the industry taking that dirty working girl home, you're like, what the fuck? Now we don't know why what's going on with fucking talent testing and shit. And like my husband, we watched it the other night. And my husband was like, we're going through this with talent testing. This is why. Look who they just fucking walked out the damn door with. And I'm just like, she's a nasty hoe. Why? It's no one. But see, but see, the reason why, because it, I go back to it, a lot of it is on me. The men think they bulletproof when they take these tests. And they think that they're not going to catch anything because, because guarantee when he took her home, he fucked her wrong. Yeah. Guarantee. He didn't put a condom on. He didn't put it wrong. You know, period. And a lot of it, because I done talked to male, some of these, these male talents off camera. You know, man, I'm tested. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. My book, you need to be worried. Because that bitch you fucking made not be tested. Not even health department. Right. You know, and that's what it comes down to is, I kept saying this, when you do this business, there's sacrifice you have to make. One of them is your personal sex life. You just can't be willing to do Exactly. And that's where I'm falling into having a hard time, like where I came in as a swinger before the industry is, so I'm not looking at swinging the same way. Because... Now we have to be careful who we bring over here. Now we can't just let anyone over here. We've been fucked up. We've been fucked up and fucked over by some of these people badly. Like, even so, our last person that was living here, he fucked us over badly. He went and he told us that he was doing a scene with an established talent. And then I asked for the STD test. He said he saw it. And then he told me that she never showed, no. I say, okay, fine. I said, let's all go to talent testing. Me, Joey, with talent testing. He refused to show up. Uh, Joey tested clean. I tested dirty. So we have a doctor friend of lifestyle. We called him and we said, hey, this is what's going on. They treated me, Joey, and him. It took him a week and a half to show up and get his medication. So I'm I'm sure you saw my post on FetLife. And it was me trying to warn everybody what is coming because, like, this is why it's bad because people like him did what he did. So I made my post. This particular model messaged me. Turns out she's not a model. He never asked for an STD test. She never showed an STD test. And he never told her that he was dirty. Okay, I want y'all to marinate on that. Huh? <laughs> Smoke that over for me. Talk to my listeners. Smoke that over for a minute. So, What's it? It's about, I keep saying, it's the dudes that bring this shit on fucking set. It's not the women. 
The women but, are a little bit more particular about their fucking. No, and, and this particular one was around us for nine months. He was living in our house. You knew our policy. You know how we go about this. You fucked it up. I lost eight shoes. Joey had a. Joey was getting shoes too. That's why he got tested. He lost out because I tested dirty, even though he tested clean because he fucked me the day before. So he still had a treat anyways. So it's just. Joey was just like, fuck it, and told him, come get his shit and go. Yeah, because I'm sorry. It's. You, it, this part of the reason why they had what was called gatekeepers. Um, and the bad part about this era is that there ain't no gatekeepers because it was less work stoppage. We had less situations of tests coming dirty. Like back in my day, for damn near 10 and 15 years, you only heard of work stoppage once a year. Once a year. Barely once a year. Now, I'm hearing it four times a year. You know? And, it, and like I said, it goes back to we allow motherfuckers to use that term content creator. When you change the term of an industry, it changes the mentality of the people walking in and the people that's moving in. Because yeah. it used to be a time where you won't see a porn star walk their ass into a swinger party once they hit the porn. Because they didn't want to take the risk of coming up dirty. Now, because everybody's getting in it, everybody got an OnlyFans, everybody got a cell phone and want to film and think they're a porn star. Now, the same respect that you have for the business you don't have that's in place, and the same attitude and cautiousness that was there is no longer there. Right. And that's what I'm noticing, too, is, like, I'm, I can't even... I can't even hang out with the lifestyle anymore because they don't care. It's just, like, I'm looking for people that understand, want to hang out with me, understand where I'm at, and they're going to be respectful for me because this is how I feed my kids. And there are no, even the new people we're looking for, the person, she just doesn't care. It's like, I don't know. There's no boundaries. Nobody respects boundaries anymore. And then, and then swings get mad when porn stars look at swings a certain way when they try to break into business because of that. Because a lot of swinger parties, you know, girls do not wear condoms. Guys do not wear condoms. You know, period. Even though there are swinging parties that make sure that people wear condoms. You know, period. But you can't catch everybody. Because you may not be paying attention. That motherfucker might slip, you know, and, and not wear a condom that night. Yeah. You know, period. And then, not even within the swinger party, it's the after the swinger party when they take them home. You know, period. Because he might fuck it with a condom in the party. He might take that ass back to the hotel and be raw dogging the fuck out of it, you know. Yeah. And it kind of makes it because part of this business is trust. Trust that you're coming on set clean because if one person dirty, it it affects a thousand to a million people in the industry. Right. Right. And now, look what we're looking at. Yeah. Because every two minutes I'm hearing about a test, it was just funny when I saw Miss Beatnass put that. I was mad as shit. I was like, man, this motherfucker stay trashing the business. But then we keep giving motherfuckers like her the fucking gun and the bullets with the clip to trash the business. Right. You know, so it, it's it's crazy as fuck. Cause that's part of the reason why I live. Cause I was like, man, it's just it's too many outsiders getting in. It's too easy for people to get in. And like I said before, sometimes because it's easier 
doesn't mean that it makes the business better. No. <laughs> see, because see, yeah, people, I, I did fuck her wrong, but see, I trust her. I know how she moves. Right. I can't say the same thing than you other motherfuckers. <laughs> no. No. Because that's the other part, because that's why Miss Nasty get away with that, because she ain't, she ain't worried about going to take a TTS. And she ain't worried about them niggas taking the TTS, because she she catch something ain't nobody gonna fucking know. TTS, everybody gonna know. Everybody gonna know. Everybody gonna know. And that's part of the reason why I think she ain't went mainstream porn, because one, because she probably didn't have to, and two, she didn't want to take the TTS test, because she didn't want to take the risk of being found out if she ever had to. Because when you take the TTS, and then, of course, you're shooting with a lot of different male talents. Some of these male talents may not act right off camera, may not move right off camera. And then guess what? Now, you might come up dirty. Lucky for people now, they're coming up dirty. Ain't no big deal. That what blew my mind about this, this era. It used to be time you came up dirty, your career was done. You out. You blackballed. No one will work with you. Not industry. Not independence. None of that. Now, you can come up dirty, get your pill, get your shot, be good in the week, motherfucker shoot with your ass the next week. You know what I'm saying? Regarding that, granted, it may not have been your fault, but still, it was, they erred on the side of caution back then. That era of side of caution is gone. Yeah. That's the reason why so much test going dirty. Because think about it. Back in my day, you were scared to come up dirty. You was... You went to the doctor first before you went to TTS. I do that still. I do yeah. that still. This was the one time we did not go to the doctor to, before we went to TTS because he went and he cheated. And I said, you know what? I, I, you're, I'm coming. You're taking a test with us. So we, Joey and I went the next day. He refused to show up. Yeah. And so that's what I was saying because that's part of the reason why they blackballed motherfuckers and went dirty. Because it was like, okay, if you came up dirty, we can't take the risk of you coming back up here because you're going to cost us millions of dollars or thousands of dollars. Even on the independent level. Because you may have five shoots to do that week. You come up dirty. You're going to miss those five shoots because you got to get clean. Exactly. Be dirty motherfuckers still do this shit and pass the motherfucker around instead of being responsible and not doing it. Act like they're getting paid for these, these scenes. Motherfucker, this content. You ain't getting paid. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's part of the reason why no 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 shade to Mr. Marcus. Why Mr. Marcus ass ain't filming no goddamn more? Because he did that stupid shit. He came up dirty and decided he still wanted to film. And he and the only reason why he got blackballed was because actually he was the last one to be blackballed. He might come back now. You know, I just glad that people don't shame people for it. You feel right. me? But, but still they should be. A, especially if you find out who's around him, that person should be out in the industry. Gone. Gone. You know, period. But we don't we don't want to hurt people's feelings anymore. We want to be nice. We want to be politically correct. Politically correct kept a lot of motherfuckers healthy back in my day. Right. Now, now the you know the, there's a difference. There's a different mentality with the, with the porn industry than the swinger industry when it does come to testing because swingers, I'm not, I mean, when porn stars or porn industry 
and they get tested, you come back dirty, everybody treats, nobody, like you said, nobody points a finger, you just deal with it. In the swinger industry, if somebody comes back dirty, it's just a big shit show, it's so much drama, and then nobody wants to go and tell their partners they came back dirty, it's keep it hush-hush, so it's still bounced around like fucking head lice. Yeah, because them fuckers still come, and they in the midst of just took their pill that morning, they gonna come to the swinger party. Right. One of the girls that I was just talking about did that. She took her pill and was still went to the swinger party that night. That don't mean you're clean. You just gave it everybody else, and you're gonna have to take it again in another four weeks. Yeah, and 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 then no, and then his sad part wouldn't even admit that they were dirty. They pretend like they ain't know what the hell you were talking about. Right. That's the issue. None of them admit, admit they're dirty. And it, even when I came back clean that one time. That girl Lara and that group came back dirty, and most of came back clean because I was the bigger name. She blamed me, and I had my clean test right there. But see, but see, it, like I said, it goes back to personal responsibility. People don't want to take personal responsibility for their sex life. You the one chose not to wear a condom with this man. You chose some of these girls take the fucking condom off. Yeah. You know, because. And I said this before to any male talent. If you can't shoot covered, you ain't you a terrible talent. You should be able to shoot covered and uncovered. For 10 years, I shot covered. The only thing that was wrong was the blowjob. Even though we were tested, I still wanted to wear a condom because, once again, oh. the test was good. The last person you fucked. Go ahead. But I ran into this week for AVN. I was asked to shoot, and I did ask them, how do you feel about condom shoots? And they're like, oh, you're not getting tested. I am tested, but with everything going on right now, I won't do condoms. So I, that people backed out. Was, I don't have a problem with it. I don't, we can even make a joke about, oh, the condom broke. That'll sell the video if you put it in the title. Like, yeah. there's ways to make this work, but instead they backed out because condom, condom sex doesn't no, sell. They were thinking, they were, were going to get a blowjob with the condom on. No, 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 motherfucker. The blowjob is still raw. It's just the vaginal sex is with the condom. You know what I'm saying? You know, period. And the reason for that is for one, because nine times out of ten, by the time a dude goes into the pussy, he's already pre-ejaculated off of the head alone. You yeah. know, period. My mama said it best. Kind of hard to catch something off the head as long as you make it sweat enough and put enough spit and lubricant. You got nothing to worry about. You know, period. But these dumb fuckers is thinking, Oh, she gonna suck my dick with a condom on. No, she not gonna suck your dick with a condom on. You just ain't going in the pussy or the ass with a with frog. You know, period. And and two, a lot of these motherfuckers don't know how to fuck with a condom. Their dick won't even get home. Because they're not used to fuck with a condom at all. Not even their personal life. Right. Right. And I I run into that too with their lifestyle. And they're just like, oh, can we just take it off? No, you can't take it off. And I've gotten up and walked out of rooms because they get mad. They want to just take it off. Oh, just let me take it off. No, I have, it, my job is on the line. My career is on the line. You cannot take that off. And that's where I'm running into now with the lifestyle a lot is nobody is respectful enough to acknowledge that I am not just a lifestyle person. And I am more than what, I'm just not a civilian. I'm not a civilian. I have and when I've said that, I can't, I need boundaries here because I am not a civilian. They take offense to that because my job is on the line and I, civilians don't give a fuck. 
Oh no, oh no, because once again, it it, it don't affect them. They ain't got to worry about taking the test and losing money because they came up dirty. You know, because even with me, I've lost shoots with chicks, believe it or not, because I wanted to wear a condom. I can't do a condom. It don't feel as good. Bitch, ain't about you feeling good. It's about us being safe. You can do the same shit. We can do the same type scene. You can make the same faces, probably orgasm the same fucking way with me wearing a condom if I wasn't wearing a condom. But because you so used to not fucking without a condom, which tells me right there that you don't even use a condom in your personal life. Especially when I'm talking to you, you ain't got a boyfriend or a husband. Yeah. Who you fucking in? Who you fucking? And then if you are and you fucking, you probably ain't wearing a condom because the person you hollers, I can't wear a condom. Hey, one girl said, well, I can't wear a condom because my pussy is sensitive. I said, it's lambskin. But hell, lambskin don't protect you. Lambskin is worse than regular latex because lambskin, the reason why it's so thin is because it got little holes. It don't necessarily protect you. Magnus protects you. Lifestyle protects you, but lambskin don't. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why it feels the way it feels because of the holes in it, in the lambskin. You know, period. But it's kind of me. I had females sit there and say, no, nah, if we can't shoot raw, we can't shoot. I told him, well, you need to find somebody else then, because they ain't going to be bought. It took me 10 years before I took the condom off, babe. But. You know, period. I went into the club like a year ago with another model, a few other models, and a few male talents. Um, what was it? What was around? What was going on then? There was something going on. Oh, I was having a party, so a few people flew out to my party, but we went to Club 5150, and we did like a little orgy in the dungeon area, and we deliberately brought a box of condoms. Everyone used it for blowjobs. Everyone used it for sex, and then we looked at... This was when the old owner was there, and I looked up at the old owner, and then I said to him, that's what you call safe sex, and we got up and we walked out. Yeah. And if a girl know the hell she's doing, a blowjob with a condom can feel pretty damn good. You know, period. You know, hands down. Like I said, but like I said, anybody, a blowjob raw, you might get away with that a little bit, but it's when you put in that pussy, it makes a difference. I do the blowjob raw if we're friends and I know you. But if I just yeah. met you in a club, you're getting a condom on that day. Shit, I'd be happy with a hand job. What you talking about? <laughs> You ain't got to say, just, just, just jerk me off, get me hard so I can get in there. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sorry. It's, cause even with me, it was like being in an open marriage. I did not really, I didn't indulge outside. Because like I said, I didn't want to take the risk of bringing something home at the same token, bringing something on set. I've never brought nothing on set. I never caught anything. I never came up dirty, you know. And I think a lot of it was because for so many years I wore a condom. And the main reason why, because I hang with the porn stars, the female porn stars at the time. These girls are escorts. They they sit there and tell me and my wife, yeah, I I got this client, he paid me five hundred to fuck raw and come in my pussy. And I'm looking at her like, you about to go shoot with Prince Joshua next week and you fucking raw? The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. It, it, it's crazy, but that, but that's why I'm like it. That's why I'm curious because what I'm biggest fear is you got all these content houses popping up. Everybody doing content houses now. 
I am waiting for the moment, and it's going to happen, that a whole content house come up dirty. It's yep. Coming. Oh, it's, it's going to happen. You know where it's going to happen? It's going to happen in Rhode Island, because now you have the Swingers Club that... That since I gone home and hosted over there, did the content party and read everybody. Was, now you got the swingers clubs catch it on back home, and they're mm-hmm. hosting content parties. You know those swingers clubs aren't looking for tests at their door to get into those content parties. So it's swingers clubs just are another opportunity to grab some money, and they're not doing it correctly. Oh no, and it's gonna end up catching on throughout. Ain't gonna be some dumbass porn star, preferably a male one. Who's gonna show up at one of these swinger parties? They gonna want to show up at one of these content houses, and he's gonna be dirty than a motherfucker. Even though his test three days old, he went to the content. He went to the he went to the little swinger thing the day after the test, and he's gonna end up going to these damn to these uh, content house. Everybody in the house gonna be fucking dirty because a lot of these motherfuckers do not understand. That when you're doing this business, it is your business to make sure that you stay clean and to curb your sex life. You just can't. I'm sorry. It, it, you're already getting pussy, motherfucker. What's what, what, how much more pussy you want? Right, exactly. And and I feel like that is why I get judged a lot, too, is because I don't go and play like I used to because I'm not safe. And not, nobody likes me out here anymore either now. In the lifestyle, I'm a bitch. They say me, Sasha Siren, Sasha Siren, and Amazon Lee are the three bitches. And tell my 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 wife in my head, Amazon. I said, hey, I'll tell her. That's my boo boo. I can't wait to get a hug from her tall ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's my boo boo. (laughs) But yeah, but no, it's. That's why I said the one thing I know is with y'all, y'all make sure to keep it safe, you know, period, even with y'all play. And, um, and that's why I said that's the reason why you're going to see the game in the next couple of years shrink to where it goes back to the porn stars dominating this. Because you're going to see a lot of motherfuckers who, are, who was jumping in because of OnlyFans, the pandemic, jumping in because they heard it was easy money. They're not going to jump in it no more because they're going to start hearing about how much of these tests are going dirty and how much work stoppage is happening. And it's going to scare a lot of people to fuck off and get into this business. Yeah, and now that the pandemic is kind of trying to come out of it, you're going to have these people slowly get outed too that thought they were never going to get outed because they jumped in to make some fast money in OnlyFans. So as somebody that's outed, nobody's thinking about that yet. All these people that thought they were making fast money are going to realize... They fucked up some relationships because they jumped into this. They've lost some jobs. They've lost, like, I've experienced all of that. When my landlord found out, when I got out of because of that blog, my landlord gave me 60-day notice because he didn't want me to live there because he found out I did porn. So people that jumped into this are now going to get the backlash of stuff they never thought about. Oh, yeah. Because that's the interesting part, because everyone talk about Miss Be Nasty. You don't never hear her talk about what she had to deal with her baby daddy. You don't, hear, you don't hear people talk about that. You hear them talk about how much money she makes this, that, third. She even was on a major podcast. And the reason why, because she don't claim to be a porn star. She's the only fans girl. She only yeah. claim to hit say, you know, period. But the thing of it is, is what people understand, she got lucky. A lot of this depends upon luck. It's 
because you you might come in making the shit go to man. Some people don't come in. More people don't come in making the shit go to man. You know, period. But the ones that do, they, like you said, they don't take into account what happens if I get found out. Am I going to stay in it? Am I going to say fuck it? And a lot of the girls are going to end up dropping out of these young motherfuckers in their 20s that's worried about mama and daddy finding out and Uncle Jeb finding out and Grandma Hazel finding out versus women that are in their 40s. They're not going to leave because they don't give a shit because then the shame is gone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I see that happening too. Oh yeah, I, I, it, it's coming. Like I said, no matter how much it's funny what becomes old becomes new again. See, just like central porn is coming back. Um, vanilla role play scenes are coming back now. Yeah. Along, cause we already was heading towards BDSM shit and all that. Now it's coming back to where porn was, was original, where we were telling stories and stuff like that, just like what me and you did with our scene, you know, period. And I told people that was going to happen. Because after a while, people are going to get tired of that OnlyFans shit. Because they can't get fulfilled. Yeah. So, well, basically, go ahead, what you about to say, man? Oh, I couldn't hear you. You broke out at the end. No, no, I, I thought you were about to say something. Oh, I thought you said something because it got quiet. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, with that being said, people indicated the end of another episode of the Smokers Lounge. Of course, enjoying the gorgeous and sexy dimples of one Princess Gemini. <laughs> and you know she'll be back. She'll be back. Next time y'all see her, she'll be back in the premium smoke room. Y'all know what it is. The best smoke is always premium smoke. Four ninety nine a month. Seven premium podcasts we enjoy. We get more sensitive, more crazy, more wild, more dirty, more everything in the premium smoke room. Go subscribe. Oh, and by the way, you get to watch it only on Spotify. That's right, people. Video has now came to Spotify, so you can look at the girls on Spotify, not YouTube. You will never hit YouTube, only be on Spotify. So with that being said, Prince Jimmy, I tell everybody where they can spend money on you, win your next party, all that good shit. Uh, they can send me money on my cash app, dollar sign Princess Gemini 6. Um, they can find my videos on many vids. My website is princessgemini.com. Um, soon my book. Um, a Secret Life of a Housewife will be out, so that will be available on Kindle and Amazon. Um, my parties are going to be every Wednesday in February at Club in Las Vegas, and I'm also planning on doing a party tour in 2003, I mean 2023 and 2024. So if people want me to go to their state, they gotta let me know. Come to North Carolina. <laughs> That's on the list. Come to North Carolina, we need some lifestyle parties down this bitch here. Yeah, North Carolina's on the list. Uh, Miami's on the list. Boston, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, they're all on the list. So I think I'm going to be a little while on the East Coast, everywhere on the East Coast on, that, on the list. And, and, and I plan to try to attend one of hers when she comes to North Carolina, so you will see me in the building, hopefully, with all my glory. So with that being said, you know how we end these things every day, all day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to the listeners.
Bye.